Listener Production. If you drop your change in a tip jar, but the barista didn't see it, did it really happen? Whoa. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello to you, no matter where you are listening to this daily podcast of ours. Uh, but in particular, the people in Victoria, after a long stint, 90% eligible vax is uh, being hit this weekend. And as of 11.59pm last night... Uh, it means that uh, Victorians are free to do what they will. No restrictions, Whee! other than um, you gotta you gotta get vaccinated and protected if you would like to partake in a little bit of the uh, the celebrations in these particular venues and places and stuff. Do like you know that. what? Not to be the most negative Nancy going around. <laughs> what do we got here, Matt? I was talking to a um, one of the mums at the daycare drop-off pickup. Yep. Last night, and uh, she said that her partner has just landed in Germany. Suddenly, borders open. She's like, he's going to go home, see family. You, you had to just go. Yep. Take it while he can. Strike while the iron is hot. She also said, Germany right now, terrible. Yep. Worse than worse than it's been since yeah. the, all of this started. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in like, Austria, it, they're having an unvaccinated lockdown as well. It's a, an unvaccinated lockdown. And I, let me, let me um, have a think how the unvaccinated are taking that particular news. <laughs> Because I, I saw that on a on an Instagram post from a news website, 226 comments, and I'm like, well, let's dive in. <laughs> Every Oh, God, don't. Why would you ruin your night like that, man? But it's good. No, I didn't. I, my, my night list this week got a little bit out of control because um, what was happening, I, I rode around during the day. I was, I'd got it back on the bike. I hadn't gotten a bike for ages. I haven't had a bike for two years because my last bike Ooh. got stolen from Burke Street out the front of Comedy Republic, right? Who does that? Left it there overnight. Someone hacked the lock off, whatever. So I got the new bike, but then I forgot that I had a bike and I walked home <laughs> and left the bike there. So oh. me and Woods had dinner and like, Ugh, let's just walk back and <laughs> get pick up the bike and we can bring it home. And when I get there and I texted Karen, like, are you still in the venue? And he's like, yeah, Reese is about to jump on stage. And I'm like, oh, sick. So I go up. Watch Tommy Little set. It was a little secret drop-in set. Watch him Ooh. perform. He killed it. Reese Nicholson gets up. That was awesome. I'm like, oh, I have a drink. They're going to dinner. Partied all night long. Woke up. Awful hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. I was just going to get the bike and go home. <laughs> I was just going to pick up the bike. Anyway. Well, uh, look, we're so glad that you could join us. Hope that all of your nights have ballooned like that. Um, <laughs> we are your daily breakfast podcast, so let's serve up a little bit of a something-something. Um, maybe today we might dip into the um, uh, the the poisonous sacks of the amphibious world. <laughs> That'll be explained a little bit later on. We've also got leftovers. Um, and I just admit that I did something dumb again when I was younger. <laughs> all right. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bye. Wait, you mean hello? It's the start. It's the end for me, my man. <laughs> <laughs> this is game over. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, bro, if you thought the emails never stopped when it came to the ABC giving us our payback, our overdue money. Yeah, the 18-month the investigation into claims that staff members were underpaid in a systemic issue that faced so many people, Alex Dyson, working there for nigh on a decade. Not underpaid in his time. Matt O'Kine swoops in for three years. He was underpaid $10. Well, it was $9. They rounded it up to 10 
over the course <laughs> and, of three and years. And I thought that the emails would stop there, but mate, tell you what, try not getting paid that ten dollars. <laughs> they hounded me. <laughs> oh, the amount of calls. They're like, yeah, this is uh, so and so from the ABC pay department. Just can you give us your details so we can pay you the money? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. $10. I mean, I'm at the playground with my daughter. I'm like, yeah, yeah, look, I'm sure. I'll, I'll look at the email soon. Yep. They just, and then again, oh, hey, just, just checking. You, you still haven't given us the details. I'm like, I don't care anymore. The person on the phone, you're on the phone to, obviously getting paid as well. So it's more money <laughs> just to give away this 10 bucks to Matt O'Kine. Just to chase down me. And look, I shouldn't be, um, I mean, it's snobbery really. That's what it is. It's arrogance of the highest order, me acting like this. So don't, don't get me wrong. I understand where I sit. I'm better than you. Um, but, um, $10 is nothing to me. <laughs> Not even worth this phone call, okay? You peasant. But, but um, to be fair, there's probably, mm. no doubt, people who did work a lot harder than me at the ABC, a lot harder, for many more hours, who absolutely got underpaid, who are due a payday and need that money for various different reasons. I'm positive that there'd be... It's pretty hard to work hungover. Like, that is hard. That is hard work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't know how difficult it was rolling straight from an old Jay concert <laughs> into five hours sleep and then mumbling for three hours. I mean, come, mate, mate, come on. I earned that $10 three times. Anyway, finally... <laughs> I looked at the email, I was like, oh, you know, fair call. It didn't need much attention. Sure. I just needed to tick like a box. And I was uh, like, oh, right. yeah, okay, no, no wonder they, they were chasing me. <laughs> so I tick a box. And it, the box was, have you still, have we still got your details on file? Has anything changed since when you're working? Here? Uh, I'm like, right. no, it's all the same. So they were poised to send you the $10 to the account number they had. Yeah, they, they just, just needed, needed to hit... Hit the send button. I'm like, mate, you were, I'm at the playground. Chill out. You were wasting more taxpayers' money. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I got back to them, said nothing's changed. Yep. Good to go. Yep. So, suddenly, a cha-ching. The big old blueberry lands, uh, belly flops into Matt O'Kine's bank account. Yeah. All right. Unbelievable. Making quite the splash, I'll tell you, because I, I saw the pay slip and they did not take tax off it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so we are rolling into the weekend with the big one o. Yeah, ready to go. Matt O'Kine, you know, many people got the weekly budget. Having something like that pop in is not nothing. You've got an extra 10 bucks to spend on the weekend, but what are you going to spend it on, Matt? Uh, we asked... You listening to uh, let us know what the best thing to spend $10 on is. Um, at the instant camera guy says, cryptocurrency that doesn't tank. <laughs> um, hey, <laughs> hey, do you know what? Make all the jokes you want. It's not that easy, mate. You ever heard of gas fees? No, you haven't, have you? Hey, exchange percentage fees? No, you don't know anything. Do you know how difficult it is to get $10 worth of Dogelon? You're spending $150 in bloody pancake swap fees. No, thank you yeah, very much. It's not, a, it's not a walk in the park, although you got this $10 from a walk in the park. Anyway, uh, D Sawyer says four to five dimmies from the local fish and chip shop, mate. Can't go wrong. That's not bad. Now we are talking. I have been, it's been a long time since I've travelled and just the thought of a South Melbourne market dim sim touching <laughs> my lips. Ooh, 
Uh, Nicole reckons five Bunnos snags and one can of Coke Zero. Uh, that's that's well budgeted. That's a good that's a good ratio as well. Thank you, Nicole, for that one. Um, Tay B reckons hang arounds long enough, you'll get the Bachelor's handbag, aka the roast chook from oh, the shops. Oh yeah, go lurking late at night, hey, through the uh, the hot snacks section in the supermarket. At Tok Z reckons uh, a barn me can't go wrong. A little bit of that crust. Oh, and, and, mate, you get two at my local. Um, TJ Goddard says a bag of rice, frozen veg, cans of tuna and chickpeas. It'll feed you for a week, but tastes like garbage. Oh, thanks, TJ. <laughs> Thank you, TJ. Well, I did live below the line one year because a lot of people do, and this is absolutely true, live on $10 for a week. The equivalent, like, the equivalent of Australian $10 a week. It's um quite incredible. So that could be a challenge for you for the next week, Matt O'Kine. Get into the, um, the rice and frozen veg and... Beans, that sort of thing. Or a skewy. <laughs> um. Or a single <laughs> schooner of overpriced pale. Of not even good craft beer. Like yeah. that, that's like just your mid-range crafties. And uh, Matt and Alex Instagram got a message from Woods Music as well that said definitely, oh. definitely ask Ian Dyson. Now that man knows how to stretch $10. Oh, my gosh. If I, like I tell you what, I have, I have needed 98 kilos of turkey. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's what my freezer needs. You're right, $10. I'm going to go to the local right now. Well, if you save that $10 for Boxing Day and you go on a turkey hunt, man, you will be coming home with a big old bag full of chook. Um, I did text Dad just to say, oi, what's the best thing for $10? And he gave me um, five options. Wow. Op shop, self-improvement books for self or to give away. <laughs> Head down the op shop, get pick up some Tony Robbins or something. How about that, Matt? <laughs> Improve myself. I mean, that's that is the greatest investment you can make. Mm. People are always they've got that money. They think, well, how am I going to invest in this? How can I make more money back? Invest in yourself. Exactly right. Or Dogeland. Uh, number two from Ian Dyson: massage oil and use it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no emojis attached to the end of that. Uh, oh, just to be sure. Uh, number three. Three bottles or a box of wine from Aldi. <laughs> hey, do you know what? I had some Aldi wine over the weekend. A glass of sparkling, a glass of red. I tell you what, I had a sip and I was like, oh, where'd you get this from? Sister said, Aldi. Not bad. I was sold. Well, gold medals on it. It's got to be good. Four, uh, bubble bath juice. I don't know what bubble bath juice is, um, but that's Ew. there. <laughs> Bath and juice is not what the two words I don't want to ever hear in a sentence. Maybe it's like bubble gum flavored ice cream. Maybe that's what bubble bath flavored flavored juice. Maybe that's what's going on. I want there. no juice in my bath. Or number five, packet of seeds and plant them. So how about that? Gee, see, he knows. <laughs> Should I buy the um, the official Matt and Alex all day plant? Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And if we if we buy a, a like an acorn. Right, let's say it's a dollar. We should buy a nine dollar brass plaque that says, You are sitting under the shade of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. (laughs) All right, that's it. We're finding a plant. Figure out what the best plant is. I'm going to buy it for what I can afford for ten dollars because palm trees are up to thirty thousand. You know, if you're looking at some of those nice poolside ones. Yep. But find me a ten dollar plant. I'm buying it. Hit us up at (laughs) matt.n.alex. Sold. Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of stupid things in my time, Alex Dyson. <laughs> Most of them recorded over the last 280 episodes of whatever we've 
whatever we've done. If this is your first all day breakfast, go back. You'll 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 get to know them. I remember reading on an, on the internet somewhere that um, if you crushed up peanut skins shells, like not the shells, the actual brown skin. You know how it goes, oh, the yeah, shell, it's a little bit flaky. then the brown skin and then yeah, the peanut. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I heard if you smoked those that it would sort of give some effect to you. I was probably, you know, 17 or something at the time. But smoked in a cigarette, not like smoked salmon or something. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> didn't chuck them in a barrel with some maple leaves and really give it that nice bacon flavour. No, I didn't. Nah, right. so I tried it. Terrible. Just hurt. Extremely painful on my throat. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You bought peanuts. Oh, uh, look, no, can we not? Can we not break? I've told you what I did, okay? <laughs> you scraped the brown stuff off the peanut, the bit in between the shell and the nuts. Okay. And then you put them in a rolly. Alex Dyson. You put a filter in. Alex Dyson, I went to a shop. I got a big bag of peanuts as if I worked at a saloon. <laughs> All right. I crunched off the shells. Yeah. I got the little brown skins. I discarded the peanut away and the shell away and kept the little brown skin. I munched Wait, it all up. You didn't even eat the peanut? You threw the peanut I, in the bin? No, I was too busy <laughs> trying to experience something, man. I smoked the shells. I went for a walk. I got a sore throat and nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> Yes, it was a dumb thing to do. Don't trust the internet. Don't trust where's forums that tell you that these things will work. Did you know you could charge your phone in the microwave, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) You should give that a go. So it was with great surprise Mm. and somewhat almost, I mean, I wouldn't say respect, but I was... was, Impressed mm. when Mike Tyson came out recently and won up to me. What are you chucking the cigarette? The, uh, the yeah, cashews? <laughs> Was he on the macadamia <laughs> s- shells? Well, he's got that boxing money. He's probably on the pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Crush the salted pistachio shell down into a powder and snort it? What has he done? <laughs> well, he says he died, right? He said he died after using toad venom for the first time. <laughs> stating that he's tripped on it more than 50 times, okay? So he said that during his first experience with toad venom, he saw what happens in the afterlife, right? So this is, uh, the New York Post has, um, has reported this. This is from, a, uh, from a, a speech he did at Wonderland, which is a conference in Miami that is dedicated to psychedelics, microdosing and medicine. And he says- I bet, uh, you know, let me died. guess, he gets the toad venom and just discards the toad as well. Doesn't even bother <laughs> using the toad. Off it goes, hops away. Doesn't even get to finish that. So look- the toad he's referring to is called the Bufo alvarius. Okay, it's also known as the so- Sonoran Desert Toad. It hibernates underground for seven months out of the year, but apparently when it's above ground, its venom can be smoked <laughs> to produce a psychoactive Wait, experience. How do you smoke toad venom? I d- man, <laughs> you t- how, how do you get the venom? Like, are you, do you kind of- Wring the toad out like a washcloth? <laughs> What? <laughs> Just annoy the toad until it spits at you. Like I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, he said he's done it 53 times. I've seen death that is beautiful. Life and death uh, both have to be beautiful, but death has a bad reputation. The toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. There's an expiration date. So I love that the toad has taught him things. He said he first started doing it four years ago as a dare because he was already doing other hard drugs. Mike Tyson said, before I did the toad, I was a wreck. Um, and, uh, and it's the toughest opponent I ever faced was myself. The toad strips the ego. So now he has a little farm of toads in his house, in his estate. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's home brewing toads. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Oh, man. Hey, I have, oh. to, I have to express... My concern, please do not try this at home. All right, there's a lot of Queenslanders who <laughs> think that If you're doing got... toad venom, go from a an official toad venom outlet. Don't go to Mike Tyson's garage and get your toad venom, all right? Toad responsibly, please. <laughs> so anyways, look, he's, I mean, he's invested, he's in, and he's hoping yeah. that when psychedelics in some states of America are starting to possibly become legalised, he's hoping to really, you know, oh. bring Toad to the forefront. So there you go. Well, I, you know, I hate to admit it, but when I was younger, when I played Mario Kart, I, Toad was my go-to. <laughs> I always, Yoshi's Raceway, I went Toad every single time. So wow, I kind of know what Mike's on about here. Wow. Um, if that doesn't say psychedelics mm. all over, I don't know what does. Well, Matt, I'd, I'd love you to, to tell us right now, impromptu, uh, please do an infomercial in the voice of Mike Tyson selling your toad homebrew. Off he goes. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mike Tyson here. Um, I just want you all to, you know, buy me some toads because um, toad, you know, they really helped me out. I, I, I now I almost died, but now I'm, now I'm here because toad, man. Uh, don't toad a line. Uh, that, that line's being toad. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Close? Am I, was it even close? It was not bad. Not bad. I wouldn't say it was the real Mike Tyson, but it was not bad. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Oops. Well, as we heard this week, Matt O'Kine, uh, even here at a very well-run company like Listener. The meetings can get derailed into stories uh, from some of the uh, participants. Romy have a chat to us a little bit earlier on this week uh, regarding uh, a story that brought the meeting to raptures and I think some would say saved it from uh, becoming the <laughs> very unmemorable. But um, got to tell us the story of when she received a re-gifted bottle of champagne. That's right, the little, the little piccolo. <laughs> In the bag there, she takes it out, takes it home, then has a deeper look in the bag and at the bottom of it spots a little note to the original gifter's younger sister saying congrats on finishing your HSC. Yeah. So, uh, so double, double touch on that uh, little re-gift and it's sparked a few stories from you when it comes to um, wrapping something back up. And uh, Brendan has got in touch from Sydney. G'day, Brendan. G'day, Jens. How are you going? Good. Thanks, Brendan. Now, uh, you, it's your mum that had a re-gifted uh, situation. 
Yeah, that's right. So my mum was a secretary at a Catholic primary school for about 15 or so years. And uh, one year towards the end of the year, it's Christmas time. Um, she gets a present from the principal, which was quite nice of her. Oh, um, good. Oh, you know, yeah. principal can but, often, you know, look down upon everyone else. It's nice that they um, pay them back for all the hard years of service. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so mum gets takes it home, um, unwraps the present, and pretty early on, it was obvious that it was sus as. Um, <laughs> a few of the sort of cardboard tabs weren't really put back in properly, and there's sort of tape <laughs> left on the box from obviously where it had been cut. Oh. So you could sort of, like maybe they've looked in to make sure this uh, glass, maybe the item inside wasn't broken, but yeah, yep. so it was a salad bowl. But uh, when mum actually took it out of the box, it had very obviously been used. There was like white marks all around the side. So there's like leftover like salad cream or something like that. A bit, of, uh, oh, no, bit, a of, bit of dressing still bit of, on the box. Feta. Yeah, they've done the old quickly rinse it under the sink and chuck it back in the box, wrap it up, and Bob's your uncle. I mean, if you are re-gifting, it, one would assume. I mean, it's tough enough to get caught at the best of times. Don't leave your food on the presents you're about to give away to people. Yeah, that's exactly. no, that's no good. <laughs> so, did she use it, or did what happened to the bowl? It stayed in one of the corner cupboards in our kitchen for a long time. I don't think it ever got used. To be honest, Mum wasn't a hundred, wasn't fully surprised when she opened the box and found what was inside. So, yeah, her opinion of the principle wasn't super high, and did yeah. not improve after that. So. She should have given him a bloody D minus. <laughs> yeah, would have thought so. Thank you very much for that, Brendan. We'll catch you later. Thanks, boys. See you later. Uh, and let's head to the Gold Coast now where we find Liberty. G'day, Liberty. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Thanks, Liberty. Now, uh, you, uh, your partner yes. got gifted something. So um, he got given a gift from, like, literally his best mate, and we thought it was a bit suspicious because he's kind of – that's not ideal. Like, we don't do presents very often. Mm. So he gave him a uh, nice bottle of Bailey's and we were like, oh, that's really sweet and unexpected. Ah, some Irish cream. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And especially considering my partner doesn't drink whiskey or anything but beer or I was like, okay, cool. No worries. Just sweet. Um, (laughs) So like a couple of days later, we sort of go to open it up and um, it didn't get that like satisfying crack on the bottle. And I was like, oh, that's suspicious. (laughs) You want That's just a little... Let me guess, there was some congealed brown dairy-ish kind of stuff. Was there lipstick stains around the mouthpiece of the Baileys? I couldn't see through the crust that it was encoded in, but, like, I literally went to pour it into, like, my glass, and Mm. as it sloshes out, not only is it, like, rancid and curdled, but, like, huge chunks of mould are plopping into the glass. Oh, no. Oh, no. Such is the dangers of the dairy. Um, uh, yeah. what, what Did you confront the person who gave you the gift? I've never actually, we've never mentioned it. We did sort of discuss because his birthday is pretty close to Christmas, so we thought, oh, maybe we'll just, like, give it back to them and see if yeah, they say anything. 100%. Yeah. Invite them over and say, oh, should we all have a drink? And then just pour out a <laughs> yeah, floppy. Yeah, celebrate. Let's crack the Baileys, shall we? Yeah. It would have been a really nice, refreshing, you know, because, like, Bailey's on cornflakes, that's legit. So I was hoping for some of that, but it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, well, look, uh, hopefully next time you uh, get a little bit of a fresher a fresher drop for the birthday or your partner does. So thank you very much, Liberty. Really appreciate it. No worries. Good chatting with you guys. You too. Catch you, you later. You too. Bye. Bye. 
All day breakfast. And look, that does bring us towards the uh, the final bit of audio for the week, Matt O'Kine, where we get to put you, the listener, front and centre as part of Leftovers, Matt O'Kine, because we love the correspondence that hits the mailbag every week. Yeah, look, it's one of my favourite parts of the show and it's always a shame that we can't read out all the messages. So we store them in the little uh, vegetable crisper in our work fridge and before they get thrown out on a Friday, we thought, we, uh, we thought we'd t- heat them up in the microwave, the Matt and Alex microwave. Still plenty of vitamins in this correspondence, uh, including KB, who got in touch regarding clickfish this week. Uh, when you were talking about the clickfish hack of eating the paper around a Big Mac, it reminded me that when I was a kid, I used to eat the red wax around those baby cheeses. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They look pretty <laughs> waxy, my friend. Uh, KB, the human candle there, just a full (laughs) esophagus. Imagine that, you swallow a string and then poop out a candle. (laughs) That would be pretty useful. Oh, Feezy's Free Friday. We were so close. close. (laughs) We were so close. All right, what did Kelly have to say about uh, this is about maths teachers posting videos on Pornhub, uh, as one of the, a uh, maths teacher in Taiwan has been doing recently. Uh, said, "What did the math? Oh, this is a joke regarding that." It said, yes. uh, "What did the mathematician do when he was constipated? He worked it out with a pencil." Well, I tell you what, if you didn't ruin Feces Free Friday, <laughs> Kelly certainly did with that particular. <laughs> That particular number, <laughs> Kelly, thank you very much. Uh, Jalo got in touch about what's hitting with Sarah, not Sarah, Sarah, saying, are we sure Sarah isn't from our gen? Such a millennial thing to feel too awkward to be addressed by your own name. Ah, the forgotten millennial generation, yeah, being very yeah. convenient for other people, not rocking the boat. Look, I'm not sure. I mean, Sarah was... Uh, <laughs> Slightly nervous to let us know we've been pronouncing her name wrong. Sarah. Oh, sorry, Bron. <laughs> Sarah, come on, bro. Sarah was a little bit nervous about that. Oh, my. Didn't want to be an inconvenience, oh but no, we're back on track now, as you can tell. And look, we always appreciate receiving your messages in any shape or form. Sometimes they're written, sometimes they are voiced, uh, which we have one from Meg this week. Uh, this is about pronunciations. Hey, guys, I was just listening to the Fisty Cuffs talk back um and one of my friends when she was about 20 she learned that bumper to bumper traffic was actually like bumper to bumper traffic and her whole life she thought that it was like the sound that cars made when they were in traffic like bump 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 <laughs> and it was probably the greatest revelation that she's ever shared with me <laughs> Bumper to bumper traffic. Bumper to bumper. Wow. That takes quite an imagination. I love that it. That is very, very good stuff. And look, it does bring us to the end of another episode and week of All Day Breakfast. But the good news is we will be back with you on Monday with another big episode. And look, Matt, we're getting very, very close to the end of the year, which means we should be putting some organisation into some special things that we can um, hopefully see out this um dumpster fire of a uh, 365 days of. So hopefully we can um, do some planning next week to make next year even better, do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. And look, it might even include something special for anyone who might be, I don't know, nearby a venue that you happen to run and own. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
not to give too much away. <laughs> But uh, we are now to yeah. talk about it that much. Anyway, yeah. hey, look, it's the end of the week. We're going to invite you along, provided you uh, do not bring your circular saw and hack any bike locks out the front. I will be very much appreciative of that. And until then, we will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.